Hello everyone, Prash here, welcoming you to another podcast. Now today we've got a very special edition actually, we're joined again by Bex, our lead on the Clean Air Plan, which went live yesterday. How's it going Bex? It's going great Prash, thanks again for having me on the pod. I'm really excited to kick off 2019 with the launch of the first part of our Clean Air Plan, where we're helping drivers to upgrade to cleaner vehicles in London as part of our journey to electric. What a great New Year's resolution to lead with Uber's biggest ever green initiative. Agreed. Um, So just so we're all on the same page, maybe could you just remind us again what the Clean Air Plan is all about? Sure. Did you know that more than 3.6 million Londoners regularly use the Uber app and already more than half of the miles travelled on UberX in London are in hybrid or electric vehicles? We want to now go that extra step and set out our bold ambition for all miles travelled in vehicles on the app to be fully electric by 2025. That is our journey to electric. Wow, Uh, big move. So how how are we going to get there? So starting yesterday, in fact, a 15p per mile clean air fee has been added onto all trips picked up in London. Riders will pay this fee for the miles they travel on trip, and that will contribute towards supporting a cleaner, more sustainable future for the city. The more miles a rider takes, the more they contribute. Great. So um, what's the benefit for drivers? Since yesterday morning, every driver in London has already started collecting clean air fees on each of their trips. The money raised will go towards helping each of these drivers upgrade to an electric vehicle in the future. The support to upgrade to an electric vehicle, which we're calling a driver's EV assistance, will be individual to that driver based on the miles they've driven on trip. The more miles a driver drives on trip over the next few months and years, the more EV assistance they're able to claim in the future. We at Uber believe that the future transition of vehicles in London is to be fully electric. The London mayor has already stated his vision for the cleaner, healthier London, uh, where he plans to be completely zero emission in London from 2025. Emission regulations are also coming in from April this year, which really start to incentivize this change. We understand that upgrading to an electric vehicle or upgrading to any vehicle is a costly transition. And that's why the Clean Air Plan is here to help. Awesome that we're launching in London. Um, When will we be launching to the other UK cities? So the Clean Air Plan is part of Uber's global initiative, really, to support the future of cleaner cities. That means that we are looking at options to expand something similar, not just across the UK, but globally too. We're excited that London can be the pilot city and our learnings from its hopeful success will support other cities in the future. For those on the line from other cities across the UK, listen out to hear what's happening in London and we'll keep you posted on further developments in other cities in the UK. Thanks, Bex. That's super exciting. Um, So, you know, while we're on the podcast, um, I wanted to ask a few more questions relating to how it works in practice, um, particularly for the drivers listening. So who exactly is eligible for this? Yeah, definitely happy to answer some of the more practical questions, especially as drivers are really thinking about what it means for them in the future. Uh, Who's eligible for this? The great news is that every partner driver driving on our app in London is eligible, both existing and potential future partner drivers. We want to support all London drivers with their future upgrade into an electric vehicle. So as long as a driver has completed at least one trip in a rolling six-month period, they'll continue to collect the clean air fees towards their EV assistance. Okay, makes sense. Um, So what trips will have the clean air fee? Yeah, the the clean air fee will be applied across all products picked up in London. For us, we define that as, uh, well, we define London as trips picked up within the M25. 
Uh, products that will include the trip are UberX, XL, Exec, Lux. Also are the products like Assist, Access and Pool. Uh, the fee isn't going to apply to cancellation fees and it's not going to surge. Awesome. Um, so how much EV assistance will a driver expect to accrue? So it all depends on how many miles a driver does on the app after the start of this initiative. A few examples to help our listeners. A full-time driver using the app for an average of around 40 hours a week will be able to expect around £3,000 of EV assistance in two years and £4,500 in three years. A part-time driver who averages maybe about 20 hours on the app a week will expect around £1,500 in two years and £2,250 in three years. Uh, on our website, we've actually given a few examples of how this will play out, but ultimately it is all dependent on the number of miles uh, a driver does on trip. Cool, that's super helpful. Um, so here's the big question. When can a driver actually claim for their EV assistance? Yeah, that's a really great point. So there's a few considerations we'd ask from a driver before they claim for their EV assistance. Firstly, check out the EV deals available. Both purchase, rent to buy and rental options are available. Uh, check the vehicle's mileage, the make and model, take it for a test drive. We want to make sure that drivers make the right choice for them. Today on the website, we've outlined uh, the current deals available from our vendors. The deals on our website will always have special terms and pricings that have been negotiated by Uber. Over time, we'll continue to add more vehicles onto our Clean Air website. We expect several more electric vehicles to come to market with better battery sizes, wider range of vehicle options to choose from, uh, and we'll make sure that we keep you posted. We're working hard with several manufacturers to make sure that the suitable vehicles that work for private hire are offered and that Uber can support on negotiating those prices down. There are also a few requirements to claim the EV assistance. Firstly, we ask that a driver is able to collect a minimum of £1,000 of EV assistance before they claim. That way, it's a sizable amount of support towards a driver's purchase or rental. We can expect a driver to take around six to 12 months to claim about a thousand pounds, depending on how much they drive. There will also be a broader range of vehicle options to choose from at that point as well. Secondly, we require a driver to complete 150 trips in the past eight weeks at the point of claim so that we can tell that they're driving on the Uber app. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Bex. And how does a driver see how much EV assistance they've collected at any particular point in time? So as a driver, you can always see the clean air fees collected per trip on a driver's fare details and payment statements. What we're doing is we're working over the next few weeks to see how we can continually make sure that a driver's updated with their total EV assistance amount. Uh, watch this space. We will be in touch soon on this. OK. And what happens when a driver has upgraded to an electric vehicle? What happens after that? Yeah, so once a driver upgrades into an electric vehicle, the additional 15p per mile will be kept on as part of their trip fare. This is to help them support with ongoing finance and vehicle costs of being in an electric vehicle. Uh, EV drivers will be able to essentially get a fare increase of 15p per mile. As this is part of the trip fare, it will be subject to service fee. Okay, aren't there drivers on the platform kind of already in electric vehicles? Um, what are their options? So there's around 100 drivers in London today in electric vehicles. For those drivers, they actually will be able to have the choice of whether they want to keep the clean air fees towards the cost of their existing electric vehicle or whether they wish to save towards a future upgrade into an electric vehicle, maybe a new model, uh, or if they're renting, they want to actually purchase one themselves. For EV drivers today, just reach out to us with which option you choose. 
So Bex, I'm curious about what it's like to drive in an EV. You know, I've got a Toyota Igo one liter back at home. I've, I've never had any experience of that. Um, can you tell me more about how you charge an electric vehicle? Yeah, definitely. And this is a question we get asked a lot. We're actually going to follow up with a separate podcast in the next few weeks, specifically about electric vehicles, what it's like, and charging specifically. So if you want to find out more, listen to that. Um, just about charging, I'll give you a quick summary. There are two ways, really, that you can charge your electric vehicle, through slow charging and also through rapid charging. Slow charging can be done off-street at home if you have a private driveway or garage. It means that you can cheaply charge overnight and be ready to hit the road the next day. Uh, it usually takes around five to eight hours to charge and it's around seven pounds uh, for an overnight charge. We highly recommend drivers who have the option for off-street parking to look into getting a home charger. Uh, Uber's actually partnered with several home charging providers to offer competitive deals for installation. Now on to rapid chargers. Rapid chargers are found within the city centers and are connected to a greater power source for speedy energy. You can actually charge your uh, electric vehicle in about 20 to 30 minutes to 80% with a rapid charger. Many of the cities across the UK, including London, are rapidly growing their network of free and paid charging points. Uber have already partnered with ChargePoint to provide a number of rapid charging stations in central London. TfL have committed to installing 150 rapid charging points by the end of 2018 and at least 300 by 2020. And uh, if anyone had seen the Tesco partnership with VW that was announced in November, they're actually looking to install almost 2,500 charging bays across stores in the UK from this year. So pretty exciting stuff on the charging aspect. Um, more to come with a follow-up podcast. Awesome. That is super helpful information uh, for, for people who don't have much background knowledge on electric vehicles. Um, another quick question. Will Uber still be accepting non-EVs on the app? Absolutely. Of course, we'll continue to accept all vehicles that comply with our vehicle requirements. You can check these out on our website. Uh, there have actually been quite a few questions relating to uh, the announcements of previous restrictions uh, that we'd announced in 2017. That was where we wanted to restrict the app uh, just to hybrid and electric vehicles. I wanted to, again, just make sure that everyone was clear on the podcast. We're no longer committing to restricting any uh, types of vehicles on our platform. We want drivers to have the control of when they upgrade their car and we don't want to set any further restrictions above and beyond TfL. So as long as your vehicle meets the TfL licensing requirements and also our general vehicle standards, then you'll be allowed to drive on our app. One thing I would mention is that just be aware of all the emission charges and regulations that TfL are bringing in as of this year. There's more information on our website, but it really helps the driver to choose or decide what their future upgrade options are. Bex, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Really great to have you here and to learn more about EVs and our clean air plan. Awesome to be on again. I hope it answers a few questions, but there's plenty more on our clean air website. Uh, the link is t.uber.com forward slash clean air plan. There's a ton of information on there from FAQs to our latest EV deals and more about home charging. So please take a look. Thought I'd leave listeners here with the top facts about EVs. Number one, there are several new electric vehicles coming to market from 2019. The latest EVs coming out have a 60 kilowatt hour battery and can do over 200 miles in one charge. Number two, you can fully charge your EV overnight with home charging for around seven pounds, so much cheaper than a diesel. 
Number three, a regular car has thousands of moving parts. An electric vehicle has far less, meaning that it's actually cheaper to maintain and repair. Number four, there are new rapid chargers being installed every day in London. With a rapid charge, you can charge your EV in the city centre for around 20 to 30 minutes, so you can grab your lunch break during the meantime. Number five, EVs are exempt from road tax, the ultra-low emission zone charges, zero emission zones, and the congestion zone charges that are coming in in 2019. So it really is worth thinking about transitioning to an electric vehicle in the future. Thanks a lot again, Bex. And um, just to reiterate, for further information about the Clean Air Plan and our journey to electric, you can visit our dedicated website at t.uber.com slash cleanairplan. So with that, we come to the end of another episode. As always, if you have any questions or feedback, just make sure you submit them via our podcast page on t.uber.com slash UK podcasts. And also for a better user experience, just sign up and subscribe to our SoundCloud channel. That way, you'll get a notification every time we publish a new update or episode. If you like this episode and you found this information helpful, do feel free to reshare it with friends who also drive on the Uber platform. Drive safe and have a good one. <laughs>